This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Plural Five DGS. Uh, one week from Friday, December 15th, will be my last show of the year. I always take off those couple of weeks because nothing's happening. Uh, and so that will be a live show at Hardee's uh, Mid-River Small Drive, right? Yep. And uh, we'll be there the whole time from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. We'll have some of our celebrity guests coming out to join us to do the show. We would love it if you would come by and just, you know, hang out. Just watch us do the show. Uh, uh, Make a donation. We're going to have some brand new, we haven't even seen them yet, new DGS shirts. And let me talk about Uh, T-shirts. T-shirts are sacred to me because it's all I ever wear. And I hate most T-shirts. Concert T-shirts, promotional T-shirts. Because they're stupid and they're just like way too busy and I don't want that on my chest. And so what we did is we took the the classic DGS Adam logo, like the nuclear Adam logo, uh, and just have DGS on it and that's it. It's a it's a like a dark red uh, heather red shirt with the white logo and that's it. Super cool. And we'll decide what we're going to sell that to you for. Uh, not a big fortune, but you know, make a little money for Operation Food Search. Uh, Tom Turbrock is going to producer Tom will be out at the show that day, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. And and that's where we it'll go through the weekend. It'll go through Monday, but that's kind of where we're like, here's our total, blah blah blah. And we have lots of friends who show up every year and write checks for a few hundred or $1,000. Uh, if you are a person with money or you are a company that is going to make a charitable donation, I would ask and plead with you to please at least think about Operation Food Search because there's not much more basic and direct that you can do than feed someone, right? Uh, I support lots of other charities, Alzheimer's and kids with cancer and such, and all of those are worthy causes, and uh, all of them are, but uh, there's not much more basic than feeding someone uh, over the holidays. So we thank you for all of your help. We're setting right now $54,000. Going to try to get to seventy seventy five thousand 75000 with your uh, with your continued help there. Do some, uh, some audio? Yeah, we have a lot of audio. Um, the first one I have up in the queue here, Dave, is the Trump dictator quote. Do you still want to play that? 
Nah, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. Okay, so let's get to my audio. My audio is fun. Um, I have a couple of pieces of audio here. One is, and we don't have to play the whole thing because it's kind of long, but this is like a day in the life vlog posted by this woman who she and her husband get up super early to live this life, which a lot of people on Twitter were saying, like, I would rather... be dead and live like this because they're so productive that it's like kind of gives you a headache so i'm curious could you guys live like this let's just get a little taste of what their morning is like Mom and dad to four boys this is a sample of our day from 4 45 a.m to 5 p.m ryan is up at 4 45 a.m and today he's working remote i'm up at 5 a.m ready to seize the day with two little guys who ended up in our room i throw on my workout clothes and greet ryan i grab lemon water with electrolytes and start reading an uplifting book to inspire me to be the mom i want to be i head out for my run in the 30 degree dark for two and a half miles. 6.30 a.m. and Ryan takes the boys to a private hockey lesson. Vance wants to be a pro when he grows up. I finish with high intensity to give me energy for the day. I get low angle sunshine, make my bed, and take a cold shower to boost dopamine and focus. I grab Quaid, then finish getting myself ready, which energizes me to perform So we're at like 7 a.m. and they're going to (laughs) hockey practice, two workouts, cold shower. The day ends with them going to another elite hockey practice. How old is the kid? How old are the kids? The kids look to be about like eight and nine years old. Let's to be a let pro. Me, let me out myself, okay? okay. <laughs> I don't just not want their life. I don't just not understand their life. I don't like them. I hate them. Yeah. I don't. That's why we have wheeling. I was feeling bad about dislike. <laughs> Take I'm it just, away, maestro. I'm just trying to make you feel better, Dave. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, I don't like them. I wouldn't want to know them. I wouldn't want them to live next to me or be in my family. I just don't. And and yes, some of it's probably jealousy or like you're making the rest of us look bad, slow down. But just that whole thing. Mm-hmm. See, I went 30 degrees. It's totally dark. And the electrolytes. Something that electrolytes up your ass. I was out. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was out with, I read an uplifting book. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, out at it's on. 445. Yeah. That's, and that's how I know you're I'm lying. I'm in REM sleep then. <laughs> that's how I know that she's lying anyway. Like an uplifting book. You're not sitting down and reading an uplifting book. At you know, three I should morning. do one. Like it's 445. I need to poop again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just woke up. I'm, hit the crapper. I'm laying in bed wondering how I'm going to pay for KU. <laughs> Yeah, I give myself, I wake up, I give myself 30 minutes for the bathroom, 30 minutes for the shower, and then I'm out the door. I am a big believer that at some point, all of it, like, the overkill is real. There's only so much you can actually do productively, and then you, you're basically wasting time beyond that. I mean, I, and studies have shown I mean, it over makes them and happy to each their own. Hey, but yeah, like, yeah. Oh, good. But I, mm. I don't think they're actually getting out of it what they think they are. Because no, no, I mean this seriously. Like there have been studies. I mean, hundreds of studies that show that at some point you just stop. It stop. It stops being productive. You stop being as productive as you would be if you also included some downtime. If you included some, you know, less stringent scheduling. I mean, you know the. Overworking yourself on a day-to-day basis might make you feel better because you feel like I'm getting stuff done all the time. And if that's what you need, that's what you need. God love you. But it's not always going to be super productive or high quality. Well, we uh, we took them down a page. Sure did. Yeah, so take my ne- that. My next piece Try of audio. Hards. <laughs> my next piece of audio is kind of the exact opposite. So this is a video made by two, two dinks, dual 
income, no kids. They call themselves dinks. I thought you meant me and Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and they are just recording the things that they like to do because they're bragging about the fact that they don't have kids. We're dinks. We go to Trader Joe's and workout classes on the weekends. We're dinks. We get into snobby hobbies like skiing and golfing. We're dinks. We can go to Florida on a whim. We're dinks. We're already planning our European vacation next year. Dinks, we get a full eight hours of sleep and sometimes more. <laughs> We're dinks. They, we they go on and on. They're a little... Uh... Hate them too. Mm. <laughs> Tell us, preach. I mean, good for you. Be happy. But like, I, what I don't like about the whole thing is like, it is the the tone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you're happy being just a couple and not having kids, that's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's like this whole, see, look at us. I don't care what you're doing. If you're doing the, look at us, we, shut up. Yeah, I have friends who have recently had children, and my wife and I are, I guess, dinks. I guess we have we no kids, but we both have jobs. And it's like, that's it's so tacky. That would be so tacky for me to be like, oh, you guys uh, you guys can't hang out because you have, uh, you know, twin babies or whatever. Ha, don't know what that's like. Yeah, we got all the free time. It, I will say, though, I think you would agree. Would you guys agree? There are also, like, the parent version of that. Like we've got a baby, and our baby's the best. You don't have a baby, so you don't know what. Like there, you'll never be fulfilled. They are, you don't yeah, have a baby. they are two sides of the same coin. And I hate those yeah. people too. To be yeah, honest. yeah, no, 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 I'm <laughs> with you. People were commenting on Twitter. Both of these pieces of audio have gone viral in the past couple of days. But people were commenting on Twitter and like, all right, a three hundred thousand year bloodline uh, ending, and you're bra- bragging about it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have a lot of guilt about that though. Do you? I do. I feel a lot uh, of guilt as as somebody who uh, I think will not be having kids. That like that's that'll like one of the few things that'll like keep me up at night. Like yeah. uh, kind of upset me. Like I don't know. I feel like I'm uh, I don't depriving know. the world of more stoles. <laughs> well, I'm just like dooming my family. Like we don't. There doesn't need to be you any have more a brother. Of me. It's not all on you. Yeah. You know. Good I, point. Yeah, and I uh, well, and I keep asking him. I'm like, are you gonna? Like I'm asking him the way like people will ask me. I'm like, so when are those babies coming, brother? I was, uh, we were just, Kevin and I were discussing this new series I started last night. Uh, it's not a new series, it's new to me, called The Last Kingdom. Yeah, so good. And it's set in 688 uh, AD, and, you know, I'm watching it, and I'm, we've talked about this before, but I'm just thinking to myself, in that year, during that time, somewhere in England or Scotland or Norway, because I'm from all three places, there was a guy who got someone pregnant... And one out of 400 million sperm made it into the egg. And if any of those things hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here. Right. Had it been a different swimmer, I'm not here. Yeah. That freaks me out. (laughs) To to look back on the lily pads of how you came to exist and just thinking of, you know, my mom and dad met at the Double Dip, uh, which was a little ice cream parlor in Benton, Illinois. Had they not worked there? I'm not here. Right. That's crazy. Your yeah. dad's late to his job interview and they don't hire him or whatever. Yeah. They never meet. What are you uh, saying about my dad? This may be yeah, you know. <laughs> a weird tie into those two thoughts, but I think what you're saying, Dave, is exactly why the whole bloodline ending and all that stuff just does it. It's all random. Like the, the, our pasts are so random that whatever happens now is also random. And it doesn't really matter because bloodlines ended back then. Does it bother any of us now? Some bloodlines were continued that maybe shouldn't have been continued. <laughs> and it's just, no, I'm serious. Like, it's just, like, it's, it's like super. Can you go off in the king? 
The king, oh, should we? Yeah, do oh, it. Oh, I hate King Charles so much. You're on a roll. I'm sorry. I, mean, I know we have some listeners that are like, why are you so... Okay, but they're rich. The they can handle it. So there's a story that just came out today that King Charles, uh, because he is, uh, he's got all his, you know, duchies, you know, all these little areas where they make money off of being royal. Um, in northern England, I believe it's northeastern England, if people die without a will in place or without a next of kin... Their money goes to the, the the his his duchy his thing. He gets their money. What's a duchy? I don't know. It's a fancy thing for a rich guy or well, a royal person gets your money. Okay. And the money is supposed to go to charity. Mm-hmm. So this is like all money from the people, and it goes to to King Charles' little thing, and it's supposed to be gone for charity. He's been using the money to renovate his own personal properties that he then rents out and makes money off of. <laughs> The king of England is using dead people's money to fix up his own crap. How do the people in England allow this? How do you even, like, how does how does the thing like a duchy even exist anymore? How is there any way that that wealthy-ass family makes any money from any person alive in the United Kingdom today? It's 2023, man. We kicked those jerks to the curbs 200-plus years ago. I want to somehow get King Charles on the show and make him answer one of those oh, questions. Oh, please. And by jerks, I mean the royals. I don't mean British people. British people are cool. I like them. I don't understand why they put up with that, Can though. Can you even imagine the royal family ending, though? Yeah. I mean... Be cool. I know you'd I don't like mean it. I don't mean in death. But can you I just mean in, like, like stripping them the from all the titles. The mechanism of it would be just so huge. Yeah. How about we just have a press conference and the... Somebody says, uh, guys, uh, you're not important anymore, so go on about your wealthy lives. Yeah, we decided it was all fake. Yeah, I mean, again, not talking about death or anything like that. Just royalty doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> he keeps clarifying. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want people to think I want them to die. I don't want them to die. I, I mean, they're, they're already super wealthy. They can continue to be snobby, wealthy people, but just, like, stop with the people dying, their money goes to you, and you use it for your own purposes to make more money. Like, stop. It's not fi- it, it's not it's not the days of the last kingdom anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not l- l- God didn't choose you to be better than anybody else. This idea of lords is insane. Just be normal. He obviously doesn't know he's speaking to a count. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. T- count Dave of the Glovers. No, I am Count Chocula. Oh yes. Oh, I saw this other thing too. By the way, if any of you, um, <laughs> you just glossed right over. He's that. like, oh, so that tracks. I paid thirteen hundred dollars for that thing. You what? Yeah, I he, became he a bought, count. I he thought you were just kidding. Plot no. of land in England. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. You could do that in Scotland. I did that. I, I want to do own that. Six square inches of Scotland. Oh, I thought it was England. Oh, sorry. You, you and, did that. And I am Count Chocula. Are you really? <laughs> did you put Count Chocula? Yes, there? I did. And <laughs> I when I die, kidding. Nick becomes the Count of Chocula. <laughs> that is, oh man, I want to do that just because it's so stupid. <laughs> but I won't take any dead person's money and put it towards my house. I promise you that. I will not be getting a new garage door or deck because some dude died. In my little... Yeah, speaking of bloodlines ending, every time that happens, King Charles is like, cha-ching. Yeah, Nick's talked about, like, I'm not sure I want to have kids. I'm like, uh... What's going to happen to the plot of land? What's going to happen to the house (laughs) of Chocula? Can you you give it to someone else? Nope. It's only family. Otherwise, your money is gone. That's right. That sucks. There are many things in life I don't understand. 
Chief among them is Bitcoin mining. (laughs) (laughs) So a story today that Bitcoin mining takes as much water per year as all the water used in New York City. I can explain that. I doubt it. So <laughs> the way so Bitcoin mine in order to mine these bitcoins which is, don't exist which don't exist but you, it's a series of since it's a decentralized currency there needs to be some kind of records and you know sort of something to keep it somewhat honest. And so what Bitcoin mining is is that you are getting a fraction of every uh, when you mine a bitcoin you're getting a teeny tiny fraction of transactions in exchange for using your computing power to um, verify those transactions. What transactions? uh, The transactions that you would spend Bitcoin on. How does your computer use water? Uh, To cool it. So the Bitcoin mining requires a lot of computing power, and that makes it run extremely hot, and so you need water So my Bitcoin could be on some random guy's laptop in his mom's basement. Filled with water, yes. And (laughs) then it could just go away. Uh, it doesn't just go away. Like it's it's still yours, but the reason that it takes so much water is that it needs water. Uh, the ultra high powered computers use water cooling systems. Yeah, and so it needs like your computer at home probably can't do Bitcoin mining because it requires like a lot of very heavy processing. Power. Okay, yeah. and that's why we have these Bitcoin farms that are damaging the environment so much because it's just like. A giant shack in or tent or whatever out in Siberia that's just filled with these super powerful computers that are just uh, using so much power, so much electricity, so much uh, water. Still doesn't make any sense. No. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 437 DGS. Wheels talk about uh, Chuck Schumer and the uh, trying to cover up the UAP thing. Yeah, we, we brought this up the other day uh, because I'm not going to call him Andrew. Chris Cuomo <laughs> had uh, Tim Burchett, who is the representative from Tennessee, uh, and Ross Coulthart, our friend from Australia, who's been covering this issue talking about the legislation that Chuck Schumer, there's been a, I mean, this is one of those weird things, right? Like nothing is bipartisan right now, except this bill 
to create transparency when it comes to the government's investigation of unidentified aerial phenomenon. So we used to call them UFOs. Now everybody calls them UAPs. And Chuck Schumer is is not even the sponsor of the bill. He is just a co-sponsor of this bill that is being voted upon. And, uh, Rach, I think we have the audio of it. I'm not sure where it is. It would be my name and then, I guess, Schumer or something mm-hmm. like that. But he, uh, they've been getting more and more pushback as it's gotten closer to the time to make this happen. And Chuck Schumer talked about that yesterday. Unidentified aerial phenomena generate intense curiosity for many Americans. And the risk for confusion and misinformation is high if the government isn't willing to be transparent. The measure I championed with Senator Rounds would create a board, just like we did with the JFK assassination records, to work through the declassification of many government records on UAPs. This model's been a terrific success for decades. It should be used again with UAPs, but once again, House Republicans are ready to kill this bipartisan provision. Now we're going to get the NDAA done this year, just like we have for more than six decades. But there's still some more work to do. So I'm going to throw this at you guys as it related to this, because we talked about it the other day when when it was uh, Burchett doing the interview with Cuomo on News Nation. But the, there's the one question, which is, if there's nothing to worry about, if there's nothing to cover up, well, who cares what you put out there? Why would you need to be careful or sensitive if there's just no thing to be worried about? But let me throw you the other side at you, the the the, the counter argument from the people, because it sounds like the pushback is from the the defense contractors, the people that work in aerospace engineering, because you're getting the pushback in districts from representatives in, in districts where those companies exist. Uh, so that's why people are kind of connecting the dots there. Like one of the areas that's pushing back is the area in Ohio where Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is, which is at the center of a lot of these stories, right? It's supposed to be one of the places that all of these things end up going to. So why to. did they care? Well, this is my if, point. If you, if you, if you, I'm going to call them UFOs. Yeah. If UFOs don't exist, why do they care at all? That would, well, the, here's, here's the thing I wanted to throw at you guys to see if this makes any sense to you, because I've been thinking about this and logically speaking if there's nothing going on and it's nothing there then why would you care if anybody sees it does it make sense to you that there are quote unquote powers that be who prefer that it's out there as a mystery rather than saying it's nothing hmm. in other words it's good cover for testing new things yeah. it's 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 a use for lack of a better term it's it's a useful idiot it's a useful tool to cover all kinds of things mm-hmm. that you don't want people to know about, whether it's new technologies uh, or even whatever ET stuff. I mean, like, there, it doesn't have to be that. It, do you think that is that just too cynical to no, look at no, it that way and say, like, what so. they're doing is basically protecting their investment? Not only is it not cynical, I think it's obvious because they've done it. We know that there are many, many, like the U2 program. Yeah. And, and well, the uh, stealth bomber was always bomber, viewed, yeah. Though they've done that as long as anyone has talked about flying saucers. They've used it to cover up stuff that they've done. I find it fascinating how you get to be, you know, we've, we've had it covered in uh, countless movies of, about, you know, the Majestic 12 and Men in Black right, and things right. like that. But how do you get to a point where you have knowledge that the president does not and Chuck Schumer does not, you know, well, that's yes. And I think that's where as a for, forgetting whether it's real or not. Right. Forgetting whether, 
the UFOs are interdimensional or, um, you know, from outer space or whatever. Forgetting that. That's what I don't like about any of this. I don't like that that it's only held in certain hands and those certain hands are not the in the hands of the people that we all chose through voting to represent us. And it's certainly not in our hands. And it certainly shouldn't be in the hands of private businesses or even in people that work for the government but aren't elected, right? Like that's how we get our protections is by having a say over who represents us. Therefore, they make the laws, they control the budget, they do all that. Well, they're the ones that should know whatever is going on, all of it on our behalf. And then we should know the generalities of it, as we talked about the other day. I agree. Yeah, you've kind of convinced me. I'm more angry that our government doesn't know, or at least the the frontline government, like presidents and, and Senate leaders, that either they're better actors than the people who win Oscars, or they really don't know, and that's way worse than me not knowing. Somebody knows. Yeah, Congress and, should and know. Who are those people? And if if we don't even if Schumer doesn't know who those people even are, then why? How and why can and should the American citizen have any trust in these people? We don't know who they are. And this is where they could have completely, completely uh, uh, conflicting values and objectives than the United States government. Yeah, They're, they may be under the auspices of the government, but if Chuck Schumer doesn't know about it, then it's not really officially United States government stuff. Uh, it's it's something that I, I I know I understand I understand the argument. But I don't like the idea of the black budget either. I don't like the idea of, of allocating money where you don't know, get to know where it's going. Um, and again, I understand that they're going to say, well, we have to have this because everything is thrown behind that screen of national security. But that's also a convenient tool to just hide whatever it is you want to do. Right. I mean, it's it's not just, auto, oh, OK, well, we automatically take you at your word because we know you're altruistic. Yeah. Who's making money off of that? Because it ain't being done for free. And I, I don't so care if it's this or anything this. else. There, there should be knowledge. Out, when it comes out, do you think that we will be impressed? Like, wow, I can't believe you guys knew all this and you kept it secret and it's so cool. And we've had a 50-year relationship with the Zeta Reticulans. Or do you think we'll be like, you got to be kidding me. This thing is so ham-fisted and such a mess and such a cluster like everything else in our government. How dare you guys take something so important and give it the Washington treatment of incompetence? Yeah, I think it's that one. Yeah, the second one. <laughs> Just based on literally everything else. Yeah. What else go? I mean, like, what else are they successful at with that with that strategy? And I one of my one of my things is that I think that we as a country have ceded too much power to businesses, to super wealthy businesses and and human beings, people like Bezos and Elon Musk, because that kind of wealth brings way too much influence. And we just, we don't, we don't do enough to make sure that that's not out of hand. I don't know what we can actually do. I mean, other than, you know, what we're talking about, which is, 
get Congress, get our elected officials to make sure that everything is known. Because the more things are in the sunlight, the harder it is for anything to happen behind the scenes, right? So if you open the shades, you're not going to have a lot of shadows to hide in. I made that up. That's good, Wheel. <laughs> I'm writing it down. It's my next tattoo. <laughs> Total information PM coming up in the next few minutes. Rachel, what do you got? I have this great thread from Reddit. I love stuff like this. It said, what existed when you were a kid that doesn't exist now? The number one answer as of right now is front bench seats in a car. Did you guys ever have? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, I just that's... had it in my loaner car. Yeah, yeah. I said my blue bomb, the Mercury Grand Marquis had it. That's Re- cool. Restaurant smoking sections is another one. We just talked about that the other day. Uh, let's see here. Phone books. Every once in a while, one would just show up at your front door. It was exciting, too. <laughs> Should be, like, but it was. There's coupons in there. Uh, let's see. Getting off the phone so someone can use the internet. That was a big one in my childhood. Oh, dude, did you? You guys didn't do this, but Dave, you had to have where somebody would pick up the phone while you were on the internet oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. oh not the internet. I, I never had that. I've never been on the internet. I mean, like, not really. <laughs> not as like a young man. Oh, you didn't have dial up? Oh, God, no. No. Oh, we I, had dial up. And yeah, it was the a, worst. It, it was a problem at the beginning of, of internet, you know, being like 12, 13 and always having to get kicked off because mom wanted to call somebody or whatever. How about this one? Waiting all night to record your favorite song on cassette tape. So pirating music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You'd wait for the countdowns, right, Dave? Yeah, definitely did that. Top 10 at 10, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, we had that on our rock station. Dave will like this one. The Kmart Cafeteria. That's so sad that it doesn't exist anymore. I always used to see, like, the popcorn and the slushy machine. And, of course, we never got to get something from the Kmart Cafeteria. But it was was fun Mm -hmm. to dream. (laughs) Yeah, mine was more venture yeah. Okay. Kmart had the Icy's, which yeah. I would get right, right. every now and then I'd get an Icy. Nice. Uh, and that was like Sophie's choice, you know, between the Coke and the cherry and mm-hmm. the Grr! I never thought of mixing them. So ashtrays and cars is another one in the car category. <laughs> My loaner just had one of those too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That's cool. And the last one I'll do is pay phones. Those are just something you don't see anymore. Do they literally exist anymore? I think yeah. there, there was one in New York City. It was like the final one in New York City and they removed it a couple of years ago. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.